You've all heard the saying, pimping ain't easy. It's a lifestyle, a lifestyle that I learned about from a guy I'll call Vegas Bay. He was in town with his friend who was seeing my friend, so we went on a double date. Tell your friends to get with my friends. We could be friends. <laughs> Shit, we could do this every weekend. That's right. All right? <laughs> his friend sold pussy, and he sold drugs. When I say one sold pussy, I mean he had multiple women living in a big house, working day and night selling pussy, and then they gave him all the money and he manages it, and in essence makes it grow. Brilliant! He was hot, he knew how to talk to women, so I could see why girls that didn't know any better gave him their money. His friend, the guy I was set up with, wasn't hot, but he was well-dressed, had a lot of cash, perfect teeth, and a big dick. I like that. Did I mention he also had drugs? I love drugs. He was originally from the bad part of Detroit. He told me people got murdered all the time when he was growing up, and that's why he moved to the suburbs near Vegas. These guys were money-driven, so they took us to the strip club where one could sell drugs and one could recruit hoes. I was excited to see naked women. Vegas Bay told me in my ear, I could tell you're excited, and it's making my dick hard. <laughs> I smiled. It's our first date, and in my mind, it was going well. He was so blunt and so funny and so hood. He carried a gun everywhere, which I found out that night when one of them got into it with security. I didn't see who because I was staring at a girl's pussy. But Vegas Bay pulled out a gun. No shots were fired, but my heart stopped. We weren't even at the club for 15 minutes, and I don't even know what happened. I just saw a gun and ran out the front door. I would have left everyone and walked home alone if I had to. It's every man for themselves if I see a gun. <laughs> But they were faster than me, and we all hopped in his black SUV and took off. As we tried to speed down a busy Sunset Boulevard, I was shaking, thinking, I'm going to jail. I'm going to die. They have a gun. We're going to die. <laughs> but we made it back to the hotel, and no cops ever came. My adrenaline was through the roof. I couldn't relax. I couldn't believe I was alive. I'm the type of person who thinks I'm going to die as soon as I see a gun. Vegas Bay told me, calm down. He said, they let you in without ID. They don't know who you are. And my ID's fake too, so we good. Take off your clothes. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I was sweating under my arms, and I was concerned that I might smell bad, which is always a fear when I get naked with a guy, because of past experience. Thanks, booty ass! But Vegas Bay was a freak freak, and he did not care about my adrenaline sweat, funk, if I shave my legs or not. <laughs> That pussy open. We had sex all night, and then he left to Vegas the next day. So overall, it was a great first date. It had action, sex, romance. He kept telling me to come see him in Vegas, and I told him I didn't have a car or money. So he flew me out. This story is important because I spent three nights at his condo in Vegas, and he told me so many things that I didn't trust or believe, but they all came true. He was right about everything. When I stayed with him for that long weekend, he asked me, Why are you going to college? Do you know what you want to become? You're going to that nursing school. Nurses make less than 100K. I mean, you can make that stripping. You said you don't have any money. College isn't going to help you get money. I was thinking, he's a drug dealer. He doesn't know what he's saying. He thinks I'm some girl without a family or intelligence. Those are the girls that become hoes, not me. He's out of his mind. And I'd rather be a nurse making 60K than a hoe making 100K. I mean, he's suggesting that I don't go to college but sell my pussy instead? That's not happening. That gonna happen. Never. I would never do that. 
because I'm going to work hard and end up in Time Magazine for my contributions to the world. I saw myself as a future leader, saving orphans and ending homelessness. <laughs> I remember believing I would more likely become the president of the United States before I became a hoe. <laughs> and I was wrong. I was fucking wrong. <laughs> Vegas Bay told me I was going to spend more than I ever would make back on college. He said, if you become a stripper in Las Vegas, you could pull in 100K per year easily. And you can make more than a doctor. You can make more than any job you're looking for. If you start now, by the time your friends become doctors, you'll have a home and they'll have debt. You'll make what they spent on school and you won't have debt. You'll only have assets. I told him, I want to be a news anchor and a writer. Maybe work in a corporate office and work my way up to an executive level. I want to be able to share my life with my family and friends. I would not be able to share skipping college and becoming a Vegas stripper hoe. The thought alone was crushing me. He said, I wouldn't even tell every black girl this because they don't pull in the money that white girls pull in. But you're just like a dark white girl. I actually think you could change the game. You should really think about it. He believed I could get what he called that white girl money because of the way I spoke. And my natural hair was very long and I always kept it straight. And I was skinny and young, no tattoos. Most of the people in his life were pimping. They would come over to pick up drugs with their hoes before dropping them off to work the strip. Vegas Bay told me, before people come over, there's rules you need to follow. I smiled and gave a salute like, yes, sir. He said, I'm not fucking around. When people come over here, don't speak to them. You don't need to say, hi, nice to meet you, to motherfuckers. Don't smile in their face. I know you like to talk and be friendly, but niggas get the wrong idea, and then I'm going to have to fuck both y'all up. This Ike and Tina, and you going to sing like I tell you to sing. I was like, you know I won't disrespect you at all. I mean, I'm terrified to even be here. <laughs> he laughed. He had guns, multiple guns, and drugs, and cash. He was like, I know you're scared, my little square bear, and I know you won't fuck up. I asked, so can I say hi to the girls? No. Unless I give you permission, you can't speak to anyone at all. And I don't want you looking niggas in the eye at all. You're Stevie Wonder. You will see. The hoes won't speak to you either. Because niggas don't want them speaking unnecessarily. You let a bitch get to run in her mouth, she won't ever stop. Then the next thing you know, everybody in jail. <laughs> you need a hold of water, player, but you can't make a thing. He laughed and lit a cigarette. He also drank Budweiser's all day. He told me. A nigga that lives in Vegas, nine times out of ten is selling pussy. Oh, wow. They look good, stay in the gym, wear designer clothes paid for by the hoes they pimp. They don't wear fur coats and hats anymore. They look like your favorite rapper or athlete. And that's how they get the girls to do whatever they want. So throughout the night, well-dressed black guys came over with non-black hoes. And I'm talking like 40 in one night at his actual residence. These hoes said nothing the entire time. And the guys laughed and joked. The hoes did not look happy. And they weren't really pretty either. A couple of the pimps tried to catch my eye and I looked down and never looked back up. Zero eye contact. I only know what they look like because when they first walked in and they were talking to Vegas Bay, it gave me my opportunity to look without catching their eye. One of them said, not bad, especially for a black girl. Ouch! Another one said, she's got a nice look for a black girl. That's fucked up. And Vegas Bay replied, yeah, that's all her real hair too. I think she can make a killing, but she's going to college. And they all laughed. <laughs> I never spoke. I just sat there looking at my feet, wondering if college was going to be my ticket out like I hoped. More people came to his house, and at one point, two guys got into an actual physical fight. One of them owed the other one money, and the one who wanted his money made his hoe beat up the other guy's hoe. So the dudes were fighting and the hoes. I ran and hid in a closet in his bedroom. 
and I found multiple stacks of porn magazines taller than me. I'm talking libraries of Playboys, Hustlers, and Blacktail magazines. What the hell? I was hiding behind them when he came in and said, it's all clear. Around three in the morning, his place was empty again. He had stacks of cash from a long night of sales, empty beer cans everywhere, blood on the walls from that fight, coke dust on the table, weed crumbles stuck to the soda rings on the table. It was a fucking mess. But I cleaned it up like a good girl before I flew out the next day. JR kept getting richer and eventually married a white hoe who brought in money until they had their first child. As crazy as this all sounds, I still think of him and value everything he tried to teach me. When I couldn't find a job, it was the most horrible feeling. I had no money, and four years after his suggestion, I was contemplating being a hoe with a bachelor's degree. If I became a hoe when he told me to, I would have made six figures rather than being in debt six figures like he said. College Dropout came out my sophomore year of college, and it was the soundtrack of that era. There were a ton of obstacles and negative voices in my head, but I never listened to any of those voices, and I graduated college. It was my proudest moment. The bachelor's degree didn't lead to a career, and it did leave me in debt, but it still hangs on the wall in my home office as a reminder that nothing can stop me if I want something, even if what I want isn't what I thought it was going to be after all. That's life. I ran into Vegas Bay in L.A. He was still a dealer in a brand new navy blue jag. His baby mama was a white girl who, like I said, sold her pussy until she got pregnant, and then she was able to retire and they raised their child, you know, in Henderson. Weird to some people, but like I said, she seemed very happy and I know he was happy. He told me, I wish I still had you. I laughed and said, I really should have became a hoe when you told me. He laughed and said, I told you white men would pay you more to fuck them, but I'm still proud of you for finishing college. (laughs) We hugged and I never saw him again. Naked, 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 naked,